Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. New information coming out uh, in regard to uh, the Wet Sweat and Hereditary Chiefs. Remember this way back when? Uh, this was in regard to uh, the Coastal Gas Link Pipeline. This was a natural gas pipeline uh, that was going through uh, Wet'suwet'en ter- uh, territory and, and taking uh, uh, natural gas out to Kitimat, I believe it was. And everything seemed to be on on track. All the communities, the indigenous communities along the line, all agreed that it was a go. And then uh, I guess about five hereditary chiefs decided that it was not a go. Uh, and everything came to a grinding halt. We also remember that government stepped in at that point, and there was some sort of chatter and negotiation, but it had absolutely nothing to do with the Coastal Gas Link pipeline. To talk more about all of this, let's bring in Dan McTagg, former Liberal MP, Canadians for Affordable Energy. He is with us now. Dan, thank you for the time. Much appreciated. Good to be here, Scott. Thank you. So where are we with this? What does this all mean? Well, I think it just means there's uh, a likelihood of uh, getting the five hereditary chiefs to finally agree and perhaps to uh, prevent uh, any further disruption of the uh, construction of the all-important coastal gas link pipeline, uh, which, of course, uh, is part and parcel of a $40 billion project. That sounded like a lot of money until the federal government decided that uh, $252 billion for a deficit isn't such a big deal. But $40 billion in terms of uh, being able to uh, send British Columbia natural gas through British Columbia out to the coast, as you quite rightly pointed out, and uh, a project that had met with a number of significant legal challenges, all of which have been addressed, save and except for uh, objections of uh, uh, the handful of hereditary chiefs that have, of course, replaced and supplanted uh, existing democratically elected chiefs. Uh, but the controversy aside, it also uh, led to uh, significant uh, protests across the country and blockades part of which I think is fairly clear uh, now for those of us looking at the tea leaves after the fact that uh, Canada's economy suffered well before it went into the pandemic with all of these blockades and shutdowns, which seemed like months ago or years ago, but in fact uh, mm. uh, led it right up to and virtually to the uh, the crisis, the pandemic crisis throughout much of the end of January and most of February. So this is a, mer- a memorandum of understanding, which basically means they've just all agreed to talk. Is that accurate? Well, I think it's it's fairly clear that there's now, uh, uh, you know, uh, if you will, a uh, hailing frequency that uh, they can finally sit down and talk, uh, as opposed to simply, you know, crossing off the ability to uh, to actually engage in a discussion as to what the needs are and what uh, what the concerns are. Uh, it's pretty clear that uh, uh, the uh, wet sweats and uh, hereditary hereditary chiefs took the position that. Uh, the land could not be ceded uh, because there was no consent provided, uh, even though um, we've been building uh, existing pipelines through the territories for years. Uh, this was sort of uh, a line in the sand, if you will, and uh, it could not be done without their consent. So what it means is you know, just more of a formalization of any type of future negotiations. Uh, who knows how long it will take, um, but... Uh, uh, the camps are already established. The uh, pipeline is already in the process of being built. Uh, the question is, will it lead uh, to a shutdown uh, of the, uh, the of the construction, much needed construction, to get that pipeline built on time uh, to, uh, to 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 uh, to markets that are openly waiting for it, particularly China, uh, which, of course, uh, if it doesn't get natural gas in larger volumes than they're currently getting, will continue down this road of building more. Uh, coal plants uh, to uh, advance their manufacturing. Of course, that uh, 
uh, does significant damage to uh, the cause of those who uh, have allied themselves, ironically, with the Wet'suwet'ens and, and uh, environmentalists who want to, uh, you know, address the issue of climate change, uh, but who are unwittingly, uh, perhaps, uh, and perhaps not unwittingly, uh, giving rise to uh, the prospect that China will simply build more coal plants and will it, you know, become the, the, the job of uh, reducing global emissions will become more elusive. So will this, and we understand that this, what, what this is all about, has no direct link to the coastal gas link pipeline. This, as you mentioned, is in regard to future projects, so hopefully these sorts of roadblocks don't happen again. That being said, where does this leave the, gas, the coastal gas link project? It's still up in the air, very much so, Scott. I don't think this resolves it. Uh, I think it takes us perhaps a step closer to... Uh, perhaps having uh, you know a method, uh, a communications channel by which uh, uh, you know there can be uh, future blockages can be prevented uh, by a formal process of negotiation uh, that's acceptable to uh, the Wet'suwet'en and uh, 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 hereditary chiefs, as well as uh, to the uh, to a formalization of another process uh, over and beyond the existing processes which have all been approved. Uh, this actually just adds another layer of requirement, and I think uh, uh, it's only happened because of uh, the blockades and the unwillingness to meet uh, a challenge of removing those blockades with uh, uh, with physical, you know, removal of, uh, of structures. We saw a little bit of it with the RCMP going in legally, removing uh, the uh, uh, some of the structures that have been uh, that have been raised uh, by uh, those that were there. Not necessarily members of the Wet'suwet'en tribe, but in fact, uh, uh, copycats and Me Too's and others who wanted to join in on the fray. Um, but that aside, I think it's uh, uh, yet another example of uh, willingness to uh, once again um, be extremely flexible. Uh, some would say bend over backwards once again, uh, but we'll see if it results in anything more than just more platitudes and uh, more discussion. Uh, in the meantime, a critical project that is even more critical for Canada. Uh, in its economic recovery plan, being able to, you know, suddenly turn the fire up the engines of the economy, in particular our exports, which constitute our largest, uh, single most important economic activity. If those things don't get underway, then of course uh, uh, this isn't just bad news for the uh, for the negotiation process. It's bad news for the country as a whole. Last question: When will we know more about the coastal gas link pipeline, whether it's going or not? Is I would it, think that it, it's stalled now. Yeah. Correct. It's stalled now in uh, awaiting negotiations, um, but I think more importantly, the pandemic is also uh, prevented. I heard uh, Premier Horgan suggesting that uh, sometime this time next week, we should have a better idea of when business activities generally, like the construction, will be allowed and be permitted uh, to proceed uh, because of the pandemic. And the pandemic sort of made sure that everything, nothing gets built. When we begin to get back to normal, perhaps in the next couple of weeks, that will be sort of the test period as to whether or not the project will be allowed to uh, to be carried out, uh, or in, and under which conditions, or terms. Uh, I would I would think that we're still probably a month away before this whole, this matter becomes not just resolved, but that there's a, an understanding of whether it will be resolved or not. So we don't know what we don't know, as, as the expression goes. Mm. Uh, but uh, the longer this goes on, uh, the damage to the Canadian economy is uh, is certainly uh, is certainly telling. Dan McTagg has been with us, former Liberal MP and Canadians for Affordable Energy. Dan, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Be well this weekend. As, your, as well as yourself. Thanks very much, Scott. Thanks, Dan. Uh, First Nations Hereditary Chiefs, Wet'suwet'en, who were earlier this year at the Centre of Protests, say they are ready to begin talks 
about rights and title over their traditional lands. This will not include the coastal gasoline uh, gasoline pipeline itself. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to three on 900 CHML.